Hi, this is Robin Daniels, CMO at Matterboard. You're listening to Real Estate Podcast Show. Enjoy. Three, two, one. Good morning, Paul Andrigo here. Toronto Real Estate Unfiltered is the podcast series. Real Estate Podcast Show is the channel. I'm actually uh, off-site today, and this is one of my favorite things to do, if you guys have been listening long enough, and many of you have. Um, I'm meeting with a, uh, a local homeowner in Danforth East, and she's giving me an inside view before the finished product of what she's doing with her amazing 1940s garage. So I want to introduce you guys to Lynn. Hello, Paul, and everybody, everybody else. <laughs> so, Lynn, tell us a little bit, first of all, about you and what you do, and then we'll talk about, uh, about this amazing project that we're actually standing in. So, obviously, uh, and I'm actually feeling like the acoustics are pretty good already, um, so that's a good start. So, tell us yeah. a little bit about you and uh, what you've got going on here. Well, hi. Well, I've uh, been in the neighborhood about, for about six years. Uh, three years ago, renovated the house considerably. Okay. And the garage has been, um, I've made it stable, but it's been one of those things dragging behind the rest of it. So okay. this spring, especially with the extra time, I took a little look into what the structure of the garage was, Yeah, was appalled, yeah. and decided I had to do something about it. <laughs> good, good, good. And obviously you looking at a garage or you looking at a house... Uh, is different than the average person. So tell, tell uh, I guess, explain to people who are listening what you do. Okay, well, on top of being a carpenter's daughter, I'm an architectural designer. So I do, um, a lot of a lot of people around here are doing back additions, mm-hmm. um, basement dig downs, third story additions. That's the sort of thing I work on. Great. I work for a local contractor, mostly. Mm-hmm. Occasionally individuals, but mostly for local contractors. Amazing, amazing. And, uh, and, and as a, a carpenter's son, uh, <laughs> I think we've, we've, we've gotten along since before this podcast and yes. we've been talking about uh, different things on different levels because we discuss all sorts of local matters yes. um, on our various pages that we discuss. But mm-hmm. nothing for me ever beats this in-person thing. So, yes. uh, like I said, I'm standing in Lynn's garage, which I believe is a, uh, what is it, uh, 10 by 20? It's about 10 by 20, yes. 10 by 20. It feels like a really, again, feels like an incredible room. I mean, I see yoga room. I mm-hmm. see gym for me, uh, the dream gym, because I'm designing. Yes. Uh, and I don't do what you do, mm. but I'm helping people, uh, clients of mine, design their home gyms because I know gym layouts really well. I know equipment. I know yes. what fits where. And I know mm-hmm. what people need with that. So for you... Um, what's the, again, and obviously let's start with the story of the garage. So, mm-hmm. and you were telling me a bit about it, but tell, tell, uh, yes. tell everybody. Well, the garage was built in 1946. I have permits for that. Yeah. Um, uh, but I call the city and they'll give you any permits or tell you what permits have been pulled. Yeah. Um, and in 1946, um, I do not believe anybody really ever parked back here except maybe a motorcycle because the floor was wood. Yeah. And the walls were wood. It was all actually... I found out this spring while deconstructing, um, it was built out of some other building. Ah, okay. Thick, black, you know, probably oak um, 
It was wow. standing on. So it was repurposed before <laughs> was... repurposing was cool. Yes. And you're continuing the tradition, so to speak, yes. uh, obviously um, responsibly. Yes. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, accidental mm-hmm. structures. I guarantee you that was common, yeah. probably pre 1950. This particular group of townhouses. Yeah. Uh, came in late. The house was built about 1930. A lot of the houses were built before now. That's right. This right. was a plot of land that belonged to the railway. Yes, makes sense. Uh, and then I believe, looking at this, what the wood was like, I think they t- grabbed an old building that was rail on ties. the railway. Yeah. It wasn't rail ties. Oh, no, not rail ties, but like rail equipment. Of, yeah, uh, I think off... they, took, they repurposed an old shed and yes. rebuilt it here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm so, so cool. glad when it wasn't railway ties. Okay, yeah, of course not. Of course. Crayosote is very hard to get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> so, but what a story, and obviously yeah. who knows what this might look like. It might have uh, some um, uh, rescued pieces of an old railway in here, yes. and you yeah. might be able to you know, sort of add that. So I love that stuff, yeah. so that's why I'm But the original about. building yeah. is the um, insel brick, which is still under the siding that was put on afterwards. Oh yeah. It Good old better side. Trusty East York insole brick. Mm-hmm. Insurance people love it. Yes. It's Not. still actually on the Not. <laughs> it's still actually yeah. on the back. Okay. Where nobody yeah. sees it. Yeah. Why change it? It's that? covered by vinyl siding for most people's houses so you don't see it anymore. Exactly. But it's that like in terms of people uh, insurance anyways have told me over the years what they hate. Insole brick asbestos shingles and then after that vinyl siding like anything that isn't brick Mm -hmm. um stucco that kind of thing yeah so since i bought when i bought the house i had it reshingled i personally clad the inside with some plywood just to try and stabilize the structure yeah but the floor was in very bad shape yeah so this spring with a little extra covid time yes (laughs) i pulled things up had a look yeah Quickly realized it was too much work for me. Okay. Um, so I called in my favorite small contractor, uh, Roll Vandenbrink from 360 Renovations. <laughs> Little plug for him. Good, um, good. And he and his crew came in and basically stabilized the whole structure. Wow. Uh, it's now on concrete. There are beams below this floor that stabilize everything. So it's not going in. So a car could park here now? Should one? I, would, I wouldn't put a car back. Here. I wouldn't probably because I think also there's a few things. Another another interesting thing again, which I love because I can talk to you about, and you're mm-hmm. right there with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, East York homes, mm-hmm. uh, Danforth area homes. Many of them have parking lanes that were almost like um, they they almost weren't there by by on purpose. It almost seems like they were just accidental because some of them are so tiny. Yeah. If you walk up and down, there's no way they made cars this yeah. small. What was the purpose? And they split up at the back. So you know there was yeah. some idea, but it was like no planning whatsoever. Yeah. Well, and of course, at yeah. the back of the houses, there is a gate and a fence that continues on. So yeah. there's no room. No. Even if no. you did want to tr- chance taking your car down the seven-foot distance between right. houses, which I have. Yeah. But it has yes. electrical and eight, you know, all yeah. the HVAC and everything else coming out. So, yeah. No. Yeah, I, yeah. This is not... This is. I don't think this is ever a real parking space. No, no, either that or mm-hmm. um, I saw, um, I was in Riverdale the other day and mm-hmm. I saw a uh, historical um, mm-hmm. uh, historical plaque on a house and it said um, uh, either motorman or motorcycle man, something like that, mm-hmm. like a, a classic motorcycle thing. So I guess um, there was a lot of people back then that mm-hmm. uh, maybe just had motorcycles and who knows, maybe our area was populated with them because those lanes, I can't imagine anything else exactly. fitting. Uh, besides bikes and, and motorcycles, yeah. Well, I also back onto the railroad tracks. 
right. to give an idea where I where I am. Yeah. And there is a long drop in yeah. behind this garage. So I, trying I, to park I, a car in here, I would be very terrified it would just burst out the back wall and head for the railroad track. Yes, yes. I've always <laughs> been fascinated because we've got really good friends, uh, mm-hmm. parents at our local school who live a few doors down from you, and we've been in their backyard for parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, so what if somebody has a few extra drinks and gets a little too close? Mm-hmm. They're like, you know what? We're worried about that. They've actually built some very secure fencing in their case. But obviously, um, you mm-hmm. knew this coming in. You knew yes. that there was a train there. And obviously, to me, uh, if you don't mind trains, and again, I, I don't think, I've, well, not today, but I know in, in, in the normal running of trains, mm-hmm. uh, you hear them, and it's just any other city noise. Yeah. So, To get into this neighborhood, there's going to be a compromise somewhere. You know, ah. I, I sat on the front porch with my real estate agent, yeah. and we just kind of, and then we stood in yeah. the backyard. Yeah. I, I found it through an open house. Yes. Called up my agent and said, get me back in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I spent some time here listening to the trains. And yeah. said, you know what? I can deal with that. Not a deal breaker. For the, for the advantage yeah. of having nobody behind me uh-huh. except trees. That's That's been my point to, for, for, from the beginning is, again, mm-hmm. that's your neighbor. Yeah. That's almost as good as no neighbors, meaning, you know, like a graveyard, which, it's, again, is a touchy subject. Yeah. But... Mm-hmm. Better to have no neighbors or a train versus someone who's going to yell back and throw stuff at you. With proper windows, you really don't hear it. It, yeah. go, it takes a moment to go by. Yeah. Um, and as you said, there's, there's no one with a barking dog. There's nobody playing loud music. There's nobody screaming at the children behind me. Yeah. It's just the occasional rumble that the train goes by. Exactly. And uh, okay. it doesn't bother me at all. Well, and again, obviously, again, you've got this studio, which I, you know, again, I, I told you this is part of our conversation. Mm-hmm. So I'm bringing you guys who are listening to the before conversation, yes. how we get here is one of the fascinating things for me of a garage transformation uh, was one I saw in actually in Riverdale as well, where a local musician turned their backyard garage or stu- uh, their little shed mm-hmm. uh, into this insulated, top notch, mm-hmm. state of the art recording studio. So again, with the usual insulation, you probably have some degree of sound protection. So if you yes. are working in here, if you decide to turn this into a, um, you know, a guest uh, suite, whatever yes. you can get, you know, whatever you can do, yes. um, you know, or just a place to hang out during the day for you, it's uh, it's a very nice. Uh, well, uh, I've, I've stopped calling it my garage. And I'm starting to call it my studio. Studio to change uh, yeah. my mindset. I, I I I yeah, I feel it because it's so nice and bright in here, and we're standing here in. Mm-hmm. I don't know, what are we, is this is this 50% or is this more or less complete, mm-hmm. in your um, opinion? It is 50%. Um, 50%, I, yeah. Most of the interior cladding is plywood. Yeah. But I had the professionals come in and do the real work yeah. of st- stability. Yeah. And then I came in and did the insulation and vapor barrier yeah. and interior cladding. Okay. myself, with, with some assistance from my brother, Yeah. who was looking for something to do because he was... Of uh, you know, not much, a little bit less to do right now. A little COVID. bit less, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. But again, you may not have found the time for this had the the other thing not come exactly. along and, and, and it's, rail, it's almost... uh, 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 derailed. Yes. <laughs> uh, reference to the railroad yeah. derailed you a little bit in a good way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had, uh, but I'd always planned to make it better. Uh, I actually, when I had it re-roofed, yeah. I had them put a solo tube in. I love those. Yes, I love so those. So yeah, there it right is. Now. Okay, the light all right. Is amazing. I noticed it was a little different light, and I wasn't gonna 
look right up it, but yeah, those those things are fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Um, I when I re I just renovated my house three years ago. Yeah. I saved a couple of the windows that were yeah. good. Yes. Set them aside, and I I've installed them in the garage. What a great idea! One in the back, one on the side. And you what a great idea! So it has, yeah. it has studio light now. Yeah. Yeah, and again, it's such a great, again, it's bigger than a lot of city place condos I've shown. Yes. Uh, even though the square footage doesn't say so, mm -hmm. it feels like, I mean, you know, it's over yeah. 200 square feet, but the ceiling height mm -hmm. peaks out at around... That's about eight. 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 And, and, eight, it, eight cause it, and it's the, the it's sort of the, 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 the is it cantilevered, or what, what is this description? You, you'd know better than me. Um, um, I, remo I removed the rafters that existed at the... Or I had the contractor remove the rafters that existed at the top of the side walls. Yes, yes. And I had it replaced with collar ties. Oh yeah. Up about okay. a foot and a half. Okay. Okay. So it's got partial slope roof and then flat. At yeah, the top. yeah, yeah. So it's got definitely the attic style roof in here. Yes. This actually feels like one of the attics I've got on my mm -hmm. listings right now. Um, so yeah, this this is a really comfortable space. Mm -hmm. uh, Len, you've done an amazing job doing the renovation, and I can't wait to see mm -hmm. the finished product, which is hopefully when we'll do our next podcast. Yes. yes um, so yeah, so I think obviously whether it's a project like this or something bigger, uh, and maybe you can sort of if you if you want, you can do it now. We can talk about it later, or you can um, uh, run down what sort of uh, projects you're able to help people with and how they can get in touch with you as, uh, mm -hmm. as sort of your. Uh, Final few uh, okay. parting words. Well, I'm used to design. Okay. Um, I am. And doing... you, would you mind spelling that just in case they don't know? H U S T O N. Okay. H U S T O N. I don't know if you want me to name the contractor I'm doing a lot of work for now. He's very good. Uh, if you'd like to, you can. Okay. If not, you can. It's, I'm doing a lot of work for Stratus Design Build. I, I've seen the name many yeah, times. He's, and, he's, uh, um, okay. He's um, got a lot of things on the go right now and okay. I'm, I'm happy to be working for him. I'm, I'm, he's, he does That's good great. Work. And you guys telling your stories mm -hmm. from both ends of the spectrum, meaning the people working for them and the people receiving the work. To me, mm -hmm. that is what this is about. The unfiltered element of my podcast yes. Uh, yes. is yes to allow me to mm -hmm. say whatever I feel like. Yeah. But most importantly, to get real people's voices. Because again, yeah. me talking about your place and me talking about houses I've got for sale is one thing, but when I get to actual people's voices, uh, you'll, you'll hear things that you won't normally hear from uh, a bystander like myself yes. who just came in here today for the first time. So one, it's a, sorry, go ahead. One of the reasons that I'm, this is not as advanced, the work I'm doing in here is not as advanced is because renovation work is really picking up again. Yes. By quite a bit. I'm, I've been quite busy um, and haven't had quite as much spare time to come out here and work. Okay. Um, I think, you know, there are so many beautiful houses, and most of the work I do is nearby. Okay. Uh, so many beautiful houses that just need a little bit more <laughs> in this neighborhood. Uh, and, 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 I, and I know a good dozen of them that could use that, and yes. it's a matter of having, again, mm -hmm. someone like you yes. who they will hear and, uh, and say, wait a minute, maybe that's what we need, and... Mm -hmm. um, talk to you because of course once you once you sort of lower the risk for people yes. and again a real person lives in the neighborhood mm -hmm. wants to be accountable for their work and wants yes. to have a good you know a, a good succession uh, you know like to be able to be hired again exactly. um, that to me eliminates the guys who uh, come in and uh, you know try to um, scam people uh yes. you know whether it's a roofer whether it's a contractor anywhere else i try to eliminate that from your options 
uh, and having good people like you is, is really helpful. Uh, so Houston Design, uh, HoustonDesign.com. Uh, Houston yes. oh, uh, I don't have a website. Okay. Oh, okay. Not yeah. .com. Okay. No. So obviously, um, email. I have, I have a Facebook page. Or, or, email. Yes. Yeah. And what would be the best email for them to reach you at? Uh, so Houston Excuse me. Houston Design Toronto at Gmail Houston Design Toronto at Gmail mm-hmm. Wonderful. Thank you, Lynn, for your time. Okay. Really you. appreciate you uh, joining me on the show, and I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, little visit to one of the great. Uh, neighborhoods of Toronto and one of the great neighbors of Toronto here in Danforth East.